to the Thrive Podcast. I'm Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. In this podcast, I'll share all we've learned about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. I'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. It's time to get your geek on, people. Today, we are going to talk about, and I'm going to share what I know about the overwhelming world of search engine optimization. And this is a phrase, you may have heard of something called SEO, and you may have run in the other direction, because it can be incredibly complicated. And like everything to do with the interwebs and computers and coding and algorithms and big fancy words that have multiple syllables, the world of search engine optimization can be complicated. And I say can be because it doesn't have to be. And you can go out there and you could pay somebody a bajillion dollars to sort it out for you or like everything else I recommend, you can put your big girl pants on and learn to decipher it for yourself. And I will walk you through step by step and talk you through what I know. And I am certainly not the world's leading expert on search engine optimization, but I can tell you that we have learned a lot. And I would say it's one of the most, if not the most, one of the most influential things we did in our business in the early days to set us up for success. And you want to know how you can build a six figure floral design business by having less than 2000 Instagram followers that you show up where your audience is. And in most cases, for most of us, that means being on the internet. It means having a website and it means ranking high on the Google machine. And I will absolutely get into the nitty gritty and the how to and the what for today. But I also want to remind you to be patient. One of the frustrating parts about search engine optimization is that it is not an overnight solution. It can take six, eight, 12 months for Google to crawl through your web pages, your website and all of your content and get you ranked on the Google machine. So this is something to invest in and to continue to refine and evolve as your business grows. Don't feel like this is something that you need to crack and have sorted this afternoon. It's something that's going to help your business grow over time. And the first place I wanted to start is to remind you guys that 96% of people use Google as their search engine. So there is a reason that I will continue to refer back to the Google machine because the majority of our customers, the majority of our potential clients are going to be found on the Google machine. So we like to play the Google game and until the world and the marketing empire shows that it's going to slow down and there's going to be less Googling happening <laughs> and that Google is no longer in the dictionary, 
then we can move away to a different search engine. But this moment in time, I am where the people are and my people are on the Google. So that is why you'll hear me refer to search engine optimization in specific reference to Google because 96% of people use Google. So how is it that when somebody goes onto the Google machine, when somebody finds that search bar and types in something, how is it that you get your website to appear on that first page? Well, friends, listen up. Because the world of search engine optimization, or SEO, is the game, the algorithm, the situation of playing around with the content and some tools on your website to ensure that it appears on the early pages of Google listings. And I don't know what the facts are, but I can tell you my intuition and my professional experience says that if you're not on the first page of the Google listing, the likelihood of your client finding you is significantly lower. We have always worked with the assumption that you have approximately three seconds to get your client's attention. So no matter what medium you're in, you need to be within the three second capture for your client. No doubt it's unlikely that your client is going to move past page one of the search results. They will either have found something that they're looking for or realize that their search terminology is not correct. So your mission is to get your website, specific pages of your website listed and appearing on page one of the Google ranking. Now, it's way easier said than done, but I wanna talk you through the how-tos. So the art, the craft, and the science of search engine optimization is optimizing your website and the content on your website for the search engine. And I will argue that it should say Google optimization because 96% of people use Google as their go-to search engine. So optimizing your website for Google. What does it mean? How do we do this? So. In last week's episode, you would have heard me ramble on around how to and what for in terms of identifying your ideal client. Search engine optimization is one of the most direct impacts of positively identifying your ideal client. If you have identified your ideal client and gotten into their headspace, into their mindset and understand their everyday life, when I ask you, when your ideal client goes to the Google, what do they type in? If you have done the exercise from last week and know your ideal client as well as you know yourself, you will be able to answer that question in approximately two seconds. If you haven't identified your ideal client, then sorting through the world of search engine optimization is going to be tricky. So circle back listen to last week's episode and really start to get into the head of your ideal client. Because if you don't know your ideal client, then you will absolutely be able to answer the question. When they go to the Google, what are they typing in? It's an overwhelming proposition if you have not 
gone through the exercise of identifying your ideal client. Here's a few examples that might ring true. Your ideal client might go to Google and type in Flower Delivery Vancouver. They might type in Wedding Flowers Noosa. They might type in Funeral Flowers Austin. Now, you'll notice a few recurring tidbits or details in these phrases. It is not necessarily a complete sentence. Words like the, in, of, when we go to Google, think of your own behavior. You tend to just type in like the critical words. So flower delivery, location, flower, funeral flowers, Austin. So it's some combination. It's not necessarily a proper sentence, but it's some combination, some construct of words or phrases that is usually a product related to floristry partnered with a location. So in all of those examples, so Flower Delivery Vancouver, Wedding Flowers Noosa, Funeral Flowers Austin, you'll see that it's a floristry service or a specific product partnered with a location. In most cases, in the majority of instances, that is what your client is going to be typing in to the Google. Those phrases, those tidbits, those word pairings is what you need to narrow down your search engine optimization to. So you can see why the exercise of going in and identifying your ideal client is so important. Because as soon as you've identified your ideal client and you know what your product offering is, that you can shout from the rooftops what the phrase is that you're going to optimize your content to. One thing to keep in mind and one of the reasons that search engine optimization can be so complicated is because it's not necessarily specific to your entire website. So the beauty and one of the benefits of search engine optimization is that you can create a standalone page on your website that is customized based on a specific set of words or a phrase. So let's say you are an owner of a floral design business in Vancouver and you have committed to and decided you're going to cater to two core audiences. You want to do daily flower deliveries and you want to do workshops. The beauty about search engine optimization is that you can create two pages on your website and one can be built and is customized to the phrase flower delivery Vancouver and then all on the same website but on a totally different page you could do flower crown workshop Vancouver. So the exercise of identifying your ideal client is what's going to narrow down and make this process so much easier. Because as soon as you know that your search terminology, that what you're looking to optimize is Flower Delivery Vancouver, when it comes to setting up your website and the specific pages, 
that you want to fulfill Flower Delivery Vancouver, it's so much more straightforward. So putting your energy and effort and focus into understanding that search terminology and what your ideal client is looking for when they jump onto the Google machine is the crux of search engine optimization. If you are not going to put the energy into identifying what that phrase is all about, what terminology your ideal client is searching on Google, you'll have no hope in hell in showing up. Also remember that it doesn't necessarily need to be a full sentence or a proper phrase that's written out. And that's one of the things that sometimes gets a bit sticky because people may not necessarily go to the Google and type in flowers delivered Vancouver. They're typing in almost the category of phrases. So they're typing in flower delivery Vancouver. Google is smart enough that they're going to recognize that the human being who's typing that in probably means the same thing, but it just means that when you're writing the content on your website, it does need to cater towards how somebody would search for the terminology, not necessarily how you would prefer to write it. So it can get quite complicated, but the crux of search engine optimi optimization or SEO is the idea that you need to figure out, you need to really hone in on what your ideal client is searching when they go to Google. And don't forget, this is based on a per page situation on your website. It's not about your website as a whole. So something that I think a lot of business owners overlook is the idea that they think that their entire website needs to be geared towards a specific search phrase. Now there are some functional tools and templates and applications that your website needs to have in order for Google to recognize you and appreciate you and therefore rank you. But your actual terminology, the search terms that are being used can be customized per page. And that's where this can absolutely get overwhelming, but just take it one step at a time. Just focus on one ideal client and what your ideal product or service is that you're supplying those, that ideal client and create your page just for them. So I like to think of our website as almost like a collection of doors into our business. So if somebody is going to search, like one of our most popular pages on our website is a blog post that I wrote probably a year ago around understanding the cost of wedding flowers. So, so many people search cost of wedding flowers and that blog post actually appears regardless of where they are potentially in the country, sometimes even in the world that little bird bloom comes up as a useful tool for helping them understand the cost of wedding flowers. That is almost a different door in to our business than what you might see on our homepage. And then when it comes to things like setting up online flower ordering or daily flower deliveries, people would find our website in a totally different space than the people who went to the home URL. So it's like having a room with lots of different doors at it. 
And one of the beautiful things about website design these days is that there's so many pre-built templates and so many platforms that are so easy to use that there is no reason why you can't think this through and do it properly and professionally. Absolutely, you can hire somebody to build your website for you or you can decide to do it yourself. There is no wrong. Totally depends on your resources, your time and your interest. But I would highly encourage you to experiment and see what works for you. So the three most popular word, um, sorry, the three most popular website platforms or content management systems for managing your website are WordPress, Wix, Squarespace. If you're specifically looking at e-commerce functionality, Shopify is another option. Every single one of those platforms has specific tools, widgets, templates, plugins, accessories, how-to guides that talk you through step-by-step -step in terms of how to set up your page to optimize for search results. We use WordPress. The plugin that comes with WordPress is called Yoast. It literally talks you through every single line item and how to optimize it based on your search term. So with every instance of being able to use these plugins or these widgets or these templates or these tools to help you optimize for search engines, you actually need to tell that tool what that search term is to optimize for. So in that instance, it might be Flower Delivery Vancouver or Wedding Flowers Noosa, Funeral Flowers Austin, Flower Crown Workshop Sydney. That phrase is what you need to plug in to your tool to help it identify for you what you need to adjust and change. And in the case of Yoast, it goes through a red light, yellow light, green light situation. So super visual, super easy to use. You type in the search terminology and it walks you through every single step, what they, reckon, what they recommend needs to be changed, adjusted in terms of where that search terminology appears. So you don't actually need to know much more than that because the smartness of these widgets, of these tools, of these built-in functional features of your website platform knows everything for you. So it's this simple follow step-by-step -step direction. The thing you need to focus your energy and your effort on is identifying what that search term, what that phrase, what that group of words is based on your ideal client. Once you've identified that, it's smooth sailing from there. So do a little bit of investigation. Whichever platform you decide you want to invest in for your website, I can guarantee you that there's going to be specific tutorials, help desks, Q&As, lots of people who have written support guidelines for every single one of those widgets and how to optimize search engine within your platform. And they're making it very user-friendly. So don't be scared. Don't be intimidated by the fancy words. What you need to focus on is identifying that search phrase. And don't forget, it's probably going to be a combination of your location, the area that you service, 
as well as the service that you provide. And just do a little bit of brainstorming. Grab a pen and a piece of paper and write down what you think your ideal client is going to actually search when they go to Google. People are not going to be searching floristry services, insert your town name. They're going to be Googling something quite specific. And you want to optimize your content so that it delivers when that person searches for that term. So remember that if you're focusing on weddings and events, that your content needs to be specific to the weddings and events industry in your town. If you're focusing on daily flower deliveries, your search term is going to be geared towards flower deliveries in your town. So what are the actual factors that impact search engine optimization? If we take a step back, thinking beyond that key phrase that you want to optimize your content for, the top five attributes that will impact search engine optimization for your content, for your website, for your web pages are one, a secure and accessible website. So if you are offering online purchases, e-commerce, people being able to pay for things, order things online, you need to make sure that you have a secure website, that if you're capturing credit card information, that you have either an SSL certificate or that you've opted in to Squarespace, Shopify, a system that comes with its own SSL certificate. That may not make any sense to you because if you don't offer any sort of online transactional services, then don't worry about it. But if you're looking to capture people's credit card information, this first point is important. Having a secure and accessible website. Second point, page speed. So this does become important for us because we have a tendency as florists to bombard our website, overload our website with high resolution images. The Google will not reward you for having too many high resolution images on your website. If your website, if specific pages on your website take too long to load, that will work against you. So this whole idea of we've got three seconds to capture our audience's attention counts for websites as well. So upload lower resolution versions of images and make sure that your pages load in less than three seconds. From what I know, it's somewhere between one and two seconds is kind of the threshold. So the faster your website loads, the more Google will reward you. Of course, you are a florist. You are a visual person. You want to have beautiful visual images on your website. Just be aware, the more images you have on a specific page, the longer it's gonna to take to load. The higher the resolution of those images, the longer it's gonna to take to load. So happy medium, somewhere in the middle. And if you want, you can go out there and search for tools will help you understand and evaluate the load speed of specific pages. So do a bit of Googling and you'll find it. The third factor that will impact SEO is mobile responsiveness or mobile friendliness. 
Now, I think I could be wrong. In fact, I know I'm wrong. <laughs> but in my little bubble, because there are so many existing templates, tools, widgets, whatever you want to call them in terms of when you build your website, it becoming responsive, which means that your website will resize if somebody's visiting your website on their mobile phone, on their tablet, on their laptop, or on their desktop, that things will move around on the page and respond to the screen size and the resolution of the user. That is called responsiveness. So if you are in the process of building a new website, this is probably something that's already taken care of for you. If you built a website a long time ago, you may not even have a mobile friendly version of your website or whoever built your website might have built a mobile version that's completely standalone. So that was something that used to happen kind of five, six, seven years ago. I know there's still businesses out there that operate that way, but don't be surprised do a little bit of investigation and if you're looking at the idea of building a new website look for something that is called responsive that means that when you go to the home page or you go to any page on your website for a matter of fact that the items on your website will rejig it's a little bit like Tetris will rejig and realign based on the size and dimensions of the item that your client is using. So if they're on their iPhone, if they're on their desktop, if they're on their tablet or they're on their laptop, your website's going to look a little bit different, but the items on your page will have resized, rejigged, reconfigured themselves to fit within that context. So that's what responsiveness means. Google rewards responsive websites. So making sure that your website automatically picks up and knows that somebody's viewing your website from a mobile device versus a laptop versus a desktop is really important. And moving down from there, the fourth item that's going to impact your search engine optimization is your actual domain name, the URLs that you use, and the optimized content on your website. So when you go into your widget, <laughs> and I know this can sound very complicated, but if you're in your website, if you're in the back end of your website, you've logged into Shopify, Squarespace, Wix, WordPress, and you're on a page and you have found your search engine optimization widget. When you go in there, it's going to point you in the direction of how to customize your URL so that it's search engine optimized. So Google even cares about what the url.com.au.au backslash the rest of your URL is that is going to have an impact on your search engine optimization. So you can go in there and change that and your widget for your search engine optimization tool on your website is going to help you do that. And step number five obviously is optimizing the content. So this can get into as much detail as you like. The page title that you have, the number of times that your search phrase appears on that page, the way that you've labeled the photos that sit on that page. There are so many details and you could absolutely get lost in the minutia here. 
But the important thing to realize is that there are some very basic steps that you can take in terms of how to optimize the content on your website and 100% turn to the widgets, follow the steps in your website platform, widget, tool, doomahickey. Now, if you own and operate a business in a highly populated, highly competitive city, and I would say you live in a city with multiple millions of people in it, then absolutely you could look at hiring somebody to help you with the search engine optimization because it could go so deep. If you're in a big city like New York, Los Angeles, Sydney, London, there are lots of people and lots of businesses out there that you need to compete with. So hiring a professional to help you with the search engine optimization is a good idea. However, if you're like us and you operate within a fairly small catchment in a very specific market, this is an easy game to win. It just takes a little bit of time and it's like trying to solve any puzzle, right? Just put a little bit of time into it. When you get frustrated, walk away because you can always come back to it. But the thing about search engine optimization is that it's one of the things that's going to really ground your business in success, but it's a slow burn. This is how you build a business. This is how you build a six figure floral design business with less than 2000 followers on Instagram. Search engine optimization. Because I don't care who you are. In most cases, your clients, even if they find you on Instagram, are going to turn to the Google and see what your website looks like. You want to be able to appear on that first page. You don't want your clients hunting you down, having to put in too much work to find you. So hopefully that is helpful. And here are three things to remember when it comes to search engine optimization, this is can be managed on a page by page basis on your website. So you can create a page catering to different search terms. So you can create a page that's specific to flower crown workshops. You can create a page that is specific to DIY weddings. You can create a page that's specific to flower delivery, insert your suburb, right? So it's set on a per page basis. There are absolutely things that Google looks like, looks at from an overall website point of view, but when it comes to the search terms itself, that's something that can be customized per page. So lots of opportunity there. Second thing to remember, search engine optimization isn't a game that's won overnight. Yes, it can take six to eight months for the Googles to sort through new pages and rank them on your website. And the same is true in the opposite instance. If you're moving away from a specific line of business and you used to have pages that ranked really well in Google, those pages may look like they're still live on that initial screen grabber, that initial snapshot that Google takes. But once the client then clicks through, they'll get redirected to your homepage or some page that actually then is live. So just something to keep in mind. 
SEO is not something that's going to win you new business overnight, but it's the game you need to play in the long term. Point number three, because more than 96% of people use Google as their go-to search engine, I highly encourage you to play more games with the Google. So here are four additional tools, resources that Google has that will help you. One, a thing called the Google Search Console. So you sign up for the Google Search Console. It gives the Google the official okay to start crawling your website. You need to supply a few details, give them specific URLs of pages that you want it to rank, but you're proactively putting your hand up and saying, hey Google, come pay attention to me. Start ranking my website instead of waiting for the natural progression of the Google, which I think would take forever. So highly recommend that you sign up for the Google search console. The second thing that I think is a must do is this thing called Google My Business. So you know how when you go into Google Maps and you're looking for a business? That is all managed through a system called Google My Business. If you have not claimed your business, if you have not listed your business on Google My Business, stop this episode and do it right now. Create your business listing on Google Maps. Super straightforward, super easy to do. Even if you have a location that you don't want customers to actually find you in, there's a little checkbox that says, I don't have a physical location for customers to visit me at, but I service this general area. And you can write in your postal code and the number of miles or kilometers that you service and it will give people a broad catchment of where you are. The third thing is Google Analytics. And this is another absolute bucket of worms really intense, really data-driven, but definitely something I would recommend you link into your website because what it does is you log in, it will show you what customers are doing on your website. What pages are they interacting with? How are they finding your website? Where are they going after they click on this page, that page, and then that page? How long are they spending on your website? Gets into the data and it's quite fascinating because it's gonna be not what you expected. People might be spending way more time on one page and not even finding another page, or they might only be spending three seconds on this page and then 25 seconds on that page. So definitely worth looking at. And again, highly recommend that you sign up to show Google that you're supportive of their business. And the fourth thing you can do, and I have no evidence and nobody will say one way or the other, but we can all come to a conclusion ourselves. I would say if you invest even the smallest amount in Google AdWords, Google will serve you up favorably. I reckon it's absolutely worth running a trial, creating an ad based on your specific search term to show Google that you're supporting their endeavor. And you could say it's a little bit like buying search engine optimization, which is not untrue. But I do think Google absolutely favors clients who pay the money. It's just good commercial business sense. So if you're up for it, if you want a little challenge, set up a Google AdWord based on your search term. And I don't think you need to spend hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm talking like $5, maybe $10. Definitely something to put on the consideration list. It doesn't have to be a priority right now, but if you're looking for a quick win, highly worth 
the experiment. And that's a wrap for today. I hope that's been helpful. I hope it hasn't been too overwhelming. It's an incredibly intricate subject. There are hundreds of people out there who know a bajillion times more than I do, but it's a world to start navigating. It's a world to understand and go through the exercise of identifying your ideal client. And then more importantly, identify those key search terms and go from there. Trust the process that the widget outlines for you on your website. 100% do a little bit of Googling, put your big girl pants on and tell yourself that you can do this. It is 100% figure outable. And if you have any questions, let me know. We will be doing more of this stuff, going into way more detail, talking through step-by-step step in the next wave of our four florist online community. And if you want to sign up, if you want to be a part of it, jump on to fourflorist.com and get on the wait list. Registration will open in September and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Anyway, I will talk to you cool cats later. Have a beautiful day and I love you. Bye for now.